Welcome to the Spiritual Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Pinkley. Let's begin. Episode 46, Soulmates versus Twin Flames. So why do I say versus? This, is a, this episode is really more about just clarification and demystifying. Taking the, the specialness out of these terms... Uh, so that you know, so that you can kind of live your life. If you're somebody who's been kind of, you're kind of bound by these terms in some sort of a way, like you've created a, I mean, you'd be surprised. You know, m- probably most people listening to this will not have done this to themselves. But again, every episode is not for every person, and some people will have done this to themselves. At one point in my life, this is many decades ago. Uh, I met a lady who um, it was sort of prophesized or I thought that she was like a twin flame soulmate type person, right? And the, the, you know, I mean, I've met a couple of times I've met somebody who was supposedly my twin flame or whatever. And this is back when I was more esoteric, uh, less grounded in like the nature of the, you know, the quantum science of spirituality and, you know, like what's happening now, vibrational acceleration. There's a scientific basis for it as well. So what happened, the short of it was, I wound up in a, it was just six months, but it was the, it was the six months of brutal hell in a relationship with this lady and uh, this girl. And uh, the first three months were okay. And the second three months were just, you know, oh my God. And within that, six-month relationship, some pretty cool, amazing things happened. Among those were that when I taught her how to meditate, she immediately started channeling her own guides. Um, at first, she was scared of it. Um, and But, you know, this, this, this lady had amazing, some sort of amazing spiritual gift, a natural healing ability where, I mean, she could put your hand, her hand on you, um, and you could literally feel the cells, muscles, and tendons start to wriggle and move under her hand and repair themselves. It was insane. So these two events, her channeling her guides and her amazing healing ability, sort of conspired to convince my more easily convincible mind at the time that this was like a meant to be relationship. Like this was my soulmate. Like we were meant to come together. And especially like the information that started coming through her was like immediately like the guides wanted to channel a book for me through her, like all this crazy stuff. Right. And so I was enthralled with this and I was like, Holy cow, this is meant to be. And, you know, despite the fact that, you know, she had this crazy temper, she was highly reactive. Um, and, and she started to reveal that to me more and more in the relationship to the point where she would become violent sometimes. And she, she was, you know, uh, she she was from a kind of a rough neighborhood, and you know, I mean, she she knew how to handle herself. She could she could be in a she could fight a dude. <laughs> so I know this is crazy, but my my life w- has been crazy, right? But I do I do like to be transparent. I like to talk about some of the situations, the life situations that I've been in. You know, I mean, I don't come from any you know padded background, you know, I've spent time on the streets and, you know, I've 
you know, battled poverty consciousness most of my life. Uh, been in jail three different times and, you know, I've been through it, you know, which is, it's, you know, it's all for a reason though, you know, I would not be able to speak with authority about the things that I talk about if I hadn't, you know, really been put to the rack in this incarnation. So, you know, I wouldn't change a single thing, but well, I mean, maybe that's not quite true, but, but anyway, anyway, so, you know, uh, back in this relationship, you know, uh, three months in and I'm thinking, you know, this is my soul that, you know, then, and the, the, the term twin flame just kind of pops up here and there. And I'm thinking, man, this is soulmate or twin flame or something. This is meant to be the next three months turn to just, she starts to manipulate and connive and in essence starts channeling. It's almost like she starts channeling a darker inner entity uh, the more that we get in this relationship and the more like scared I start to get of just being in this relationship and the more like warning flags, the more reactive she gets, the, you know, the more kind of violent and dramatic she starts to get. Uh, and her ex starts coming back to the picture and he's a violent dude who at the time makes any, any, any level of anything that I've been through look like nothing. Like he was, you know, he's a dude that's ready to, you know, <laughs> anyway, it was just this insane situation. And, uh, it took me basically three months to pull myself out of this relationship where I had completely handed over my power because of the fact that I thought it was, you know, twin flame soulmate type situation meant to be right. So it was a huge learning lesson for me, <laughs> a huge one years later, you know, decades later. And having gone through the vibrational meat grinder where I now perceive, you know, much higher levels of truth present to me very easily, um, whether I like it or not, I see the truth in things. Um, you know, the, 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 I start to see, you know, I start to see other people, you know, doing this to themselves where they're either looking for their twin flame or they're in a twin flame relationship. And now they're in this, this shitty, shitty relationship that they think they're supposed to stay in because it's their twin flame. So it's meant to be. So twin flame becomes almost this esoteric made up term uh, that that is meant to keep people externalizing their power to some sort of magical person that's going to make their life better. Um, to which degree they either get themselves in and out of these crappy relationships that are hard to extract themselves from because of all the belief system around it, or they continue to seek this person who doesn't really ever exist, right? Uh, another way of saying it is that people who are constantly seeking or looking for their twin flame are usually uh, making massive spiritual bypass and they're not doing any of the inner work on themselves. Now, I don't expect that that's going to be most of the listeners at all. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, even the highest level, the person with a, a very high level of conscious awareness and, and spiritual development um, can find themselves getting tricked into the meant-to-be-supposed-to-be relationship which is maybe not as extreme as, you know, I'm, this is my twin flame. I have to be with them kind of self made prison, 
but it's still, it's kind of a variation of, like a slightly lesser variation of that, where you think you're supposed to stay with this person. It's meant to be. So, uh, and then moving back to, to soulmates. Now, soulmate is a more relevant term, a more realistic term, because uh, there are, you, you probably, most people have a handful of soulmates, which are souls that you incarnate with over and over again. And so there's a deeper connection. So when you see them in any particular specific incarnation, there's this instant recognition. There's this, resi it resonates at the level of your soul. You know this person, right? And I think every single, every single person on the planet has had that experience at least once. Even deeply unconscious people have had that experience, right? Meaning that people that are just not tuned in spiritually at all, you know, to their heart center, to their ability to feel for the truth in things, have still had that experience because it, it can it can break through all barriers, um, right? So, you know, and now if somebody was seeking, I'm looking for my soulmate. That's still it's still kind of the same trap because you could either be holding up, waiting for the one right person, in which case you could spend your entire life being single, or Conversely, you're externalizing all your power to the idea of a soulmate, somebody who's going to complete you or fulfill you. And so you're not doing any of the work on yourself to be to be the ultimate, you know, partner for a soulmate or to attract. So here's another way of looking at it. What if your soulmate is somebody who's very spiritually oriented and has done all this work and is this amazing being because they've burned through all their suppressed emotional charges and they're vibrating really, really high. But you and they maybe they haven't been looking. Maybe you are their soulmate. They haven't been looking for you because they're just more concerned with doing the work. But you're out there looking around, trying to find this person, this one person, and you're so obsessed with it, you're not doing the work, and you're vibrating in sort of this quiet desperation, this low frequency, uh, you know, sort of slightly depression, slightly, you know, this forlorn, uh, you know, kind of energy, which is, you know, uh, uh, you know, wanting something that you think you can't have or whatever. It's sort of this kind of self-imposed victim consciousness, right? So, and you're, but you're, vi you're not vibrating at the right level. They've done the work and they're sitting there, you know, at the higher level, the higher self, they're kind of holed up just waiting for you. Even though this person, they might, they might be consciously developed, but they might not be consciously aware of, they just know that they don't want to be with anybody yet. Right. They just have this idea. I'm just doing the work. I'm, you know, and they're hanging out and they're waiting, but they're really waiting for you, even though they don't know it. But you just don't want to do the freaking work. You just keep running around, chasing after this vision and, you know, trying to find this person and crying yourself to sleep every other night instead of doing the work. So what what would happen in this case? I mean, I don't know that, that this is actually, you know, I, I feel like if you're meant to meet somebody, you're eventually going to meet them. But you might, you might hold off. You might keep the. You might hold up that meeting for years because you refuse to do the work on yourself, right? And and elevate your core vibration. And the way you elevate your core vibration is integrating suppressed emotional charges, right? Not trying to hold yourself artificially in a, a higher vibration, which is a good exercise too. But it's more powerful to integrate the suppressed emotions, especially during this time of vibrational acceleration. They're getting pushed up to the surface, right? So, you know, uh, like, do you have soulmate? Is there a, is there, are the, is there a soulmate running around out there for you? Probably. Yes. Um, will you eventually meet them in the right time in the right way? 
Likely, yes. But can you postpone or hold hold that that meeting up um, by trying to chase after externalizing your power to this this person who's going to solve all your problems and make you whole um, and not do the work? Can you can you postpone meeting them? Can you make it take longer? Probably you can. <laughs> and maybe even in extreme cases, uh, break a soul contract because you just don't want to face yourself. You don't want to let go of the past. You don't want to do the work. And they are doing the work. And eventually, yeah, maybe they'll they'll be like, okay, well, maybe next lifetime, because they're not, you know, they're going to keep vibrating in victim consciousness and this forlorn, you know, victim, you know, self-imposed victimhood. And, and what we're vibrating closer and closer to unconditional love, uh, you know, we, we can't really have somebody like that in our circle. It's a shame, you know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe you could, maybe you could sabotage it by just refusing to do the work on yourself. Right. So, but I don't think that that, I don't know that that's even possible to happen. You know, I don't, I don't claim to know everything. I'm, I would never, you know, be that so arrogant. Uh, but do I think it's a possibility? hundred percent. Do I think that you can screw up a life lesson plan? Um, you know, or that maybe even I've screwed up some of my own life lessons plan. hundred percent, hundred percent there, there, I made so many bad decisions in this incarnation. I mean, they're, they're probably like a couple thousand, <laughs> at least, at least a couple hundred really bad decisions I've made that have just, you know, I learned every single lesson the hardest way. That's why I'm so good at this stuff because I insisted on learning all the most brutal, darkest, terrible lessons and one single incarnation, right? So, uh, anyway, I digress. But I think by now you're understanding the lesson that the focus really shouldn't be soulmate. And definitely, my opinion, this is my opinion, should not be twin flames. Even though, you know, probably there is such a thing. But 99.9% .9 of, at least 99% of that is not healthy uh for you to get into you know unless unless you like the fantasy of it you want to get in those those groups those those twin flame chat groups and this have this fantasy projection and you know no no real basis in reality and, and never actually meet somebody to you know that's fulfilling if that's okay you know i mean if that's what you know it's like people that that call you know the psychic live 800 lines you could you know, I, I'm not going to try to convince somebody not to do that, but I definitely know that it's not 99% of people that do that. It's not their highest good, <laughs> you know, unless, unless they enjoy, you know, like I was at this, uh, uh, this is a real digression from, from the topic, but I'll, you know, I was at a, one of those, uh, holistic living fair type things. I even had a booth and, um, there were these people that would just go, I saw it, I watched it, and they came to me thinking that I'm going to do readings and I was doing coaching. And I was like, no, I don't really do readings. Nobody was interested because they all want the fantasy. They want somebody else's version of a fantasy projected onto them because it's like that's that was entertainment for them. Like it's entertaining to go to all these different psychics and get different readings and stuff, right? No real growth, no real, no real anything. Just this massive amount this pulping mass of unhealed fantasy projection <laughs> yeah i mean there are really good psychics that can help you with key moments and stuff of course but this was not that 
So, but, not, but, but I came to recognize that that's what they come there to these things for. These people come for the entertainment, right? For their, their lives are boring as hell. And so they come to have somebody project some sort of crazy fantasy onto them. You know, you were, you were, you were the, the king of England's daughter in a past lifetime. So you're meant to meet, uh, you know, the prince, you know, of, uh, of France, what you were supposed to marry him. And he's reincarnated in this lifetime. He's looking for you. <laughs> what I don't know, some weird crap, you know, anyway. So sorry, I went way off the rails <laughs> with this session. Uh, you know, I try to keep it to the point, but it's all, it all is kind of relevant in a way, you know, you have to decide if you're ready to do the work on yourself. Nothing wrong with wanting to meet your soulmate. Nothing wrong with that at all, uh, unless you become obsessed with it to the point that you're not being in the moment now. You're not, you're not doing the work on yourself. You're not meditating. You're not moving your vibration up or surrendering into suppressed emotions to burn through them, right? Do the work first, meet the person second. Better said, do the work first, elevate your vibration, and then draw a higher version of yourself to yourself. So hopefully it all makes sense. If you're interested in any coaching, as always, head on over to ChristopherPinkley.com. Fill out the form. We set up the consultation. Outside of that, take good care and we'll talk to you soon.